Hey guys, and welcome to Into the Square, your pod- your weekly podcast for social issues and current affairs. I'm your host, Kishore, and with me we have Bishop and Sanjog. How hey are you guys. guys doing, guys? Yeah, not too bad, man. Doing not good. Too bad. All right. So, as you may have noticed, we don't have Bidan with us today. He's he's um, he's a bit busy today, so we decided to go a lot go go on without him. So, <laughs> for for today's topic, we're discussing AI and what where the future of AI is headed. So, what what is everyone's initial thoughts on AI? Like, what do you guys think about it so far? Like. So, yeah, I think um, AI has advanced like so much, um, especially recently. And where I last noticed, um, like how, how, like just how powerful AI is, in, is when I noticed my mom's uh, TikTok video feed. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you guys, if your parents also use TikTok. And what I noticed is that all of her TikTok is in Nepalese and it, and it like clearly identifies what she likes uh, doing and what she likes cooking and everything. And uh, I find it crazy that just from your behavior and uh, and the algorithm analyzing it, it can just give you like um, things that videos that you would want to watch. Yeah, yeah, same for me as well. So um, I don't know if you mentioned on like what AI is. So we know we said about how AI is like artificial intelligence and things. Um, so uh, for me, like artificial intelligence basically just means like it's man-made um, and intelligence just means that it has the capability to analyze information and then basically carry out functions and different actions so yeah so that's what i would say ai in a, in a nutshell is for me um in terms of my experience with the ai so far i think yeah like like bishop said it's, it's crazy how like it can do all of these things because it's like it just feels like a human's controlling that itself um so for example like if i'm just like randomly browsing on amazon or stuff and like in the next like next time like in my, if i'm using that like instagram or something i'll get that in my instagram like as a sponsored thing so like it can sometimes it can be a bit like weird and like you know but quite quite scary that someone's actually just looking down on you or like could try to control like your behavior and things like that um but it's still quite helpful sometimes like especially like if you um other shopping and stuff and the, and good things just come up and especially like in in you know in tiktok and things like you said like if you if you have like set um um, themes of what you're looking at it's quite helpful to like get the same ones and things so yeah it can be helpful but also it's a bit scary at the same time yeah that's that's like what my uh, another point was you like you already said it but I was going to say what what everyone's definition of AI is so like what is what does AI mean for you and like what what you think it means because it is a very like complex topic it's a very like new thing it's not like it's been around for that long so what what you guys like? What do you guys think AI means to you, uh, Bishop? Obviously, I think so. So, some what I understand of AI, so um, is that when we try to mimic uh, human intelligence in uh, in in programs, basically. So rather than having the gen the general algorithmic style of programming where you tell the program to do this, if this is uh, the input, yeah. you have this output. It's more that the program can. Uh, um, changes output depending on the data it's given and uh, learn learn basically from the information is, is given so yeah you're kind of on the on the right lines um artificial intelligence basically it's all the definition of artificial intelligence is always changing there's no like one set definition it's because it's always evolving right there's always new things coming and going and like so but like the set definition so far it refers to the human simulation 
uh, sorry, it refers to the simulation of human intelligence in machines that are programmed to think like humans and mimic their actions. So what this means is like, like whatever the latest technology that we have, that's the that's the closest thing to human intelligence that we're gonna get. That's what AI is. So like maybe like fifty years down before when when computers were the new thing, they were considered AI. Whereas now they're just machines. They're just computers. But like now, it would be like a robot or like um, like something in your phone that has like artificial intelligence in it. It's like whatever the the latest thing in technology is. That's what AI is basically. Yeah. So that, let, that makes sense. Let's, yeah. let's let's discuss like the benefits of AI. Then what what do you guys think is like the really good things about AI? <clears throat> so what I think will be the benefits of AI, especially in the future, is that um, it will be able to do the repetitive tasks that you know humans do and uh, things that we find generally boring. Um, I mean, if Bilan was here, I might have to <laughs> ask him if it's because I think he might want to go into accounting or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, so there's things like that where it's very like quite repetitive um, that that can be like just computerized yeah and also I guess um, one thing I was thinking yeah that AI would be good at is also like solving um, loneliness really I know it sounds crazy yeah I know it sounds crazy yeah but I was just thinking like for example do you know those chatbots yeah. um, where now they're so advanced where you feel like it's like it's hard to distinguish that you've been talking to a human I think there was that um, law that some person made, right? That that you know, if you that if you can if you can't figure out who you're talking to, if it's a human or a machine, Turing, then it's a Turing it's test. Me, yeah, the tuning test. Yeah, it's, Turing it's not test. a law. It's just it's so, a test to to test it. Yeah, so that test. So now, like, I feel like the even the chatbots are getting so good, you can't even tell. Yeah. So imagine like uh, if people are just lonely, and especially in these times where loads of people don't have you know, anyone to, to even talk to, then you just like. Maybe use that even. It's a good. There's a lot of like advanced stuff out there for chatbots and like just talking to like someone. So that that's a really good point. Yeah, Sanjo. I I think like in terms of like the good part of AI, um, we've touched a bit on it as well. But like, um, I think it yeah like like Bishop said, it removes a lot of human error in things as well. Um, especially if you think about all of the repetitive tasks that we'll be doing. Um, we're bound to make some mistakes um, and we're bound to like you know um, as a result have loads of consequences for that so it removes that aspect and makes you like consistently have the same accuracy even like if you're doing it for a thousand times a day so I think that's one of the major good thing about um, AI um, another thing is is like even just for like entertainment and stuff so like we've always seen it already so far like for like you know like for video games and like playing FIFA and stuff like um, a lot of that is just AI as well um, and it, it, it's just there for entertainment, just for um, helping with other, other aspects of uh, life, not just like serious part of it as well. So um, I think that's one of the like major benefits of AI so far. Yeah. Sorry, I just I need to get a bit of water. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> but yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot of benefits. It's, there's a wide range of benefits. Like it can be used for like it can make life convenient. You've got Siri, you've got Google. You've got Amazon Echo. There's like online applications that use AI that like make life like a million times easier. It can remove human, like, as you said, it removes human error. There's like weather forecasts that are more accurate because of AI than like actual humans doing it, like calculating or like all the stuff that they need to calculate. But like if when an AI does it, 
so much better. Like the Mars rover, for example, with the center Mars, that uses AI. There's a lot of like things. And there's also like, it can be used for creative purposes, if you guys didn't know. Like there's a lot of like stuff. There's a lot of like applications online that you can like, so that the AI like writes a, like a short story for you or you can give it prompts and it will write like a full like story for you. So if you're if you have like writer's block, you can just use that sort of stuff. So I think there's a lot of so we've discussed yeah, I think that's really amazing like what what it's come to now like it's I think there's a lot of benefits. So let's talk about the drawbacks of AI though. There's a uh, with benefits comes drawbacks, so there's going to be a yeah. lot of drawbacks as you can probably yeah, so assume. The, the thing is like you guys talked about the positives of like chatbots yeah but like i've also had some negative experiences with chatbots in the <laughs> sense like they've not been that accurate as well at the same no. time um like for example like even just like a simple example like i was i wanted to do some like stuff with the banking and stuff and then especially during the corona like pandemic and stuff like there's not much for people picking up the calls so you have to use a lot of these chatbots chatbots and things and literally like it will just guide me to just loads of different pages um, that I just have to really lose the information and it wouldn't actually tell me the information. So yeah. I think it, it, at the end, it does, it does come down to how well you compute it. You know what I mean? So it does come down to how well humans have carried out those AI technologies. So yeah. it's not like it's going to be automatically just be able to, you know, develop these like um, minds like humans for to answer your questions and things like that. So I think the main drawback with AI is you can only make it as good as humans can make it. So that's, that's the, very, I think one of the, one of the main drawbacks as well. And another thing, yeah, is like, you know about cars and things, like um, like diff there's like driving cars as well and stuff like that now, um, especially like Tesla and and they've got um, other, other cars that self-drive as well. Um, and just having that in itself is like a bit of like unsafeness as well. So like, um, imagine just like you just being driven around at like, you know, 70, 80 miles per hour, like, and you're not even touching any steering wheel or any accelerator or whatever. It just feels a bit like, do you put your, do you put your lives on just, you know, on just technology? And like, um, there's been cases as well, like where like, uh, you know, cyclists or um, even people have been killed because of um, the cars haven't been able to detect um, some of the passengers, uh, the pedestrians and things like that. So it does come down to the, like the fact that is it actually safe overall for to, to yeah. be used in like such a large scale and things like that. So yeah the unsafeness of it and also the accuracy of it is like one of the major drawbacks i think for me yeah that's that's the being unsafe because like what ai doesn't have is practical thinking it's like it doesn't it can't make the same decisions a human can make so like mm. issues with like people driving across the road like randomly do you stop or do you like there's like philosophical issues that ai can't achieve so like have you heard of those philosophical issues about the, like the, who would you run over, like a late, like a, a young oh, yeah. boy or an old man or something like those sort of philosophical issues? Have yeah. you heard about that? Okay. No, like, yeah, but I'm sure that you can program. It, it's very I mean, hard. You can't obviously. It's very yeah. hard to do. Like that's that's like one of the major issues for like to for developing self-driving cars because it it can't do like it's very hard for it to do practical thinking. Who should it like? what's the best option it can go to to like avoid the least amount of damage i mean it does but it's not to the point where it's not as accurate as like humans can whereas like we have more like like lot we have more like practical thinking and we have more like, we can see like a way out which is like the best way for like 
to cause the less damage. Whereas, whereas like AI, it only has one goal. It has, it's very goal oriented, and it only has one goal, and its goal is to achieve that goal. It's, and it would do it like the easiest way it can to achieve that goal, or the fastest way it can. Yeah. So I think that's one of the like biggest problems with AI. Bishop? And I think um, so. One drawback that I mean, a lot of people have, I guess, in their mind is the fact that um, of unemployment. If AI keeps on getting better, there's always uh, you know these talks about um, will AI make doctors go out of job because you know there'll be there'll be algorithms to diagnose people um, or like there's always uh, talk about having uh, robots uh, being servers in uh, restaurants and taking orders or even. Uh, you know, serving, you know, making burgers and, and that as well. So we have to be concerned in the sense that if 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 AI, AI and uh, uh, machines do start doing human jobs and doing it better than uh, uh, us in the future, then uh, what will we what will we be doing with our free time? You know, and especially if unemployment arises. I know there's talks about you know universal income and all that, but if there's unemployment without the safety nets in society beforehand. Then uh, you could get more like more unstable uh, instability in society, yeah. basically, if there's a, a rise in uh, unemployment. Yeah, there's. I don't know uh, though. Like, oh sorry. No, go on, go on. Sorry. I don't know. Like, I'm quite skeptical as to. Um, obviously, there are like loads of like um, advancement with AI and it's it's, it's rapidly um, you know developing. But I'm I'm quite skeptical um, skeptical to think like if it would actually cause like unemployment especially like you do, you mentioned like within the medical sector or things like that because at the end of the day use it, it depends on how big the stakes are i think um so for example if it's just carrying out like basic um software there's not like you know like you know large consequences of when ai messes up or something then you can see like uh, then you can see like those jobs being at risk or especially if there's like law large like you know constructions or stuff like that you know th those kind of things like where um not constructions in, in particular, but like, you know, just like repetitive tasks and things like that, like where um, those jobs might be at risk. But like in terms of like, like you said, the medical stuff or even like driving and where there's like more risks or more things that could go wrong and there's greater consequences of those things going wrong. I think those are the, play t are the, are the jobs that are safe or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like that those are the jobs that are less likely to be replaced by AI, I think personally. Um, yeah, so that's understandable, uh, but I guess what we're doing is we're comparing how good it is right now um, to humans right now, uh, but what what we should be worried about is how good will it be in the future, and especially with how quickly things are advancing. Like if we think back to 2000, like the only phone around was that brick Nokia phone, and now like look what look how far we've come. I mean, it doesn't seem like that, but we have come quite far, even within the last 20 years. So what could be in the next 20 years, especially with the increased amount of investment in uh, this sort of technology, I think the AI could be capable of a lot of things. And um, even now, like, I feel like planes are mostly just autopilot, right? And then like pilots just stay there just to make sure it's, everything's all right. But a lot of it's just flown by itself. So even in high risk jobs, like AI is slowly coming to take over and humans are just playing a role of where they're just seeing that it's doing its job right. And uh, what, what and the problem with unemployment could just be that one human could uh, take over like jobs of six seven people. So it doesn't necessarily have to be that AI will completely you know uh, 
put everyone out of employment. Even if uh, it makes just one person more efficient at doing that one job, it could mean that those people might not have, have their job. Um, you guys saying talking about even the future, but right now there's a lot of like jobs being redundant because of AI and machines. For example, like when you go to Tesco and it's anything, how many um like workers do you see? It's because of like there's, you only see like three or four now, where it used to be like it used to be packed with people with tills like scanning stuff. Like AI is already affecting so many like not 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 like the highly technical roles. But like the lower like lower down like manual labor and stuff it's affecting a lot of blue collar workers a lot like even not even let's say tesco let's say factory workers there's a lot of jobs being redundant because of ai and a lot of people will blame those on like immigration and like oh people are coming in like Im immigrants are coming in and taking our jobs but what people don't know is because they're being redundant because it's cheaper for for a robot to do their job for them basically and there's a there's a, and then I, i'd say in like when uh, self-driving cars come i think lorry drivers will also be redundant because no one's gonna i think it would be much easier for people for like self-driving lorries to take cargo back and forth so i think i think that's that's another that's like one of the biggest things i think also there's a lot of like ethical stuff whether we should have ai like we should be like using ai in this way like it makes humans very lazy we're like really dependent on stuff like if we can't even decide what to watch like even say for entertainment purposes we can't even decide for what for us what to watch so tiktok gives us like a lot of things to watch it's like the algorithm is that crazy it just knows everything that we like and i think i think it's a bit scary for like like robots and things to know that much about us there's a lot of like data privacy issues where google uses ai to like take data from you take what you're searching from the the web and like use that data and sell that data i think that's very scary and if that's happening now imagine what will happen in the future like it's a lot of like it's lot it's a lot like that show black mirror i don't know if you guys watched it but like where <laughs> where there's a lot of like there's a lot of ethical there's a lot of things that can go wrong with ai and i think it's very it's a very scary like as as well as it being very like positive things there's a lot of positive things that can be taken there's there's a very wide range of negative issues yeah i think you mentioned black mirror didn't you so yeah um yeah having watched that program i mean not over all of it but a few episodes um, i don't think i'm particularly interested in having us in the future having a life like that mm. even though a lot of it will be helpful but it's just uh it i don't know you just feel like a bit unsecure in those you know in a situation where like anything can happen like you don't realize what you're doing and the consequence of what you're doing yeah. so like you don't know what they know that's the that's the most scary thing like you said about google and thing i have a google home in exactly. my room right in my room right now and like if i just say like you know i'm not gonna say it because it's gonna start making noise but if i were to say those two <laughs> words and it will literally just pick up and like just you know just uh, respond to me straight away but i know for it to do that it's constantly listening to me all the time surely you know what yeah. i mean 100%. so like the google like the, you know the google people at the back in the companies and the factories whatever um offices they probably can listen to everything i'm saying right now for them to pick up the fact that i'm gonna say those two words so I think in, in just that itself is so scary. Like, 
um, like you wouldn't really you know allow anyone to you know project your uh, your room like you know the, have a mic in your room and project it to everywhere else in the whole world or in town would you like you that because such like a private area but you're allowing equipments like AI, like 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 google to come into your room and just be part of your room or like be someone that can just e eavesdrops into your room so like it's so crazy like how we're just allowing that and we don't see the consequences of it and myself included as well mm -hmm. so yeah so i think that's a very interesting point both of you guys raised so the firstly about um so the, what kiso said about the lorry drivers and also about the data protection that both of you guys said so just be quickly commenting on that. So I think with both of these um, two things of uh, jobs being lost and uh, also data protection, what matters is good uh, policy making yeah. and uh, like policies being able to keep up with the advances in uh, technology. Um, so for example, if we have ba universal basic income to make sure that people aren't redundant in this shift uh, in how our, how our job market will look like, uh, just to make sure everything is stable and also in data protection just to have obviously there's like that it's a lot more stricter now right uh, so we need to like um there's a lot of gdr yeah. just, gdpr just for it gdpr and there's a lot more there's a lot more restricted now in terms of like data protection a lot better now I mean, it's, it's not what, it's not sorry it's not being restricted it's just there's a lot more steps our companies need to take for to access yeah. our data basically yeah, and uh, but what is worrying is that our, the, our policymakers and the politicians that we have are quite a lot of politicians old. are basically quite old. Yeah. yeah, they're quite old, and they're not up to date with what what is going on and how fast things are changing. And not to say that every old person is bad at technology. I mean, Bill Gates, I'm sure, is very amazing, amazing at what he does. But we need politicians that know what they're talking about. I remember just watching that interview with uh, Mark Zuckerberg and when the, I think, Senate members were questioning him and they were asking some questions that were just so sus, like, you just, you could just tell, like, they just didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And uh, it's quite, it's, very, it's not reassuring when we have uh, policymakers who uh, aren't up to date with what's going on. It's, it's, it's also, like, very worrying that how we're allowing these billionaires to, like, control so much about us. Like, even you mentioned uh, Mark Zuckerberg. He's got, like, so much power right now and then... We're just allowing that because he owns four of the like three or four of the biggest companies that we use every day. Like, like we got Facebook, we got Messenger, we got WhatsApp, we got Instagram. We how many times do you guys use that? It's crazy. And then we're just allowing him to like have that much control. And then people like Elon Musk. Should we really like give our like trust in in one guy to help us? Like, because if you guys don't know what Elon Musk is like they're going to he's, he's he's building he's making rockets to go to mars he's building tunnels to help solve solve traffic he's he's implanting neurochips in our brains to uh to i'm not even joking <laughs> this is, no this i know is i know, one of, I know one of yeah. elon, elon musk is basically a cult figure yeah, he's, 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 like it's crazy and like we've got jeff bezos who's i think he's the worst of them all like he, he's also wanting to go to space with elon musk there's his whole like billionaire space race it's crazy man like should we allow all these big companies to have so much control over like what are the aspect of our lives is, or should we leave that to the politicians that's what i think gone so uh so i do think the 
the power of these people needs to be controlled better especially as there's a great like huge risk of a monopoly being cre- mm. created if someone wins the ai um ai like race um, and is and gets ahead and is better than the competition it's such a huge advantage in the market um especially um if they're able to for example have self-driving cars look how many jobs like will be gone and then the, the amount of the huge monopoly they could have is even right now with facebook there's just too much power and uh, this is quite easy for them to exploit this power as well and um, i think that there needs to be better checks for this yeah i think like it, it, it it's, it's quite hard though to do because as consumers of these big companies right we we like the convenience that it brings to us and like we we focus a lot on the positives that it brings to our, our lives yeah. and and they do it in a way so that we only ever focus on the positives we we never really see the negatives of it like it could be like you said there definitely needs to be better policy making where we actually see or even like in in education like in school or something we get taught about social media we get taught about uh, these big companies of, of how they can have these our uh, data and stuff like that we never get taught about these things and um, and there's there's not a lot of awareness about it as well so i think we are constantly just focused in the like the positives of these companies and having like a convenience of amazon or like you know getting a next day delivery or like you know being able to connect to your friends using instagram and twitter and facebook and stuff like that um so we we just see the positive of it and then we just kind of think oh yeah it's, it's all right it's just part of our lives as well now like and that's the main thing like they've done it in a way that it's just part of our lives exactly they've done it so we kind of kind of just don't want to get rid of it you know what that's i mean what I'm saying. yeah it's yeah, like so like the, what, yeah. it's like the negative of the convenience of it is too convenient for us to like go back now we've like they've made it so easy for us like with amazon it's it's crazy i can just go tap and it comes tomorrow sometimes they come today it's yeah. crazy <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing i was gonna say is am i the only one who thinks that data protection is overhyped like <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like, Whoa. i feel like I feel like I'm just not that special enough for someone to like someone it's, to care about my data that it's, much. It's not. Like, yeah. It's not about. It's not about your your data yourself. It's just like wouldn't. It's like if someone's got like a telescope like in your room the whole time, like watching your every moment, your every step. That's what it's like. Would you want that? Would you not care? Would you be like calm? Yeah, but someone needs to tune into that like why would they pick me up it's not it's not it's not picking you they're picking everyone they're doing that to everyone it's not just you it's not just it's everyone that 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 they've got a telescope to a room they've got a mic to your like hidden somewhere and they can track your every location yeah that's that's scary man like i need some privacy in my life sorry sorry this is a bit of a tangent and people get worried about vaccines having microchips and they don't realize this exactly that's what i'm saying it's, it's, i know it's crazy, the real man. problem is this though yeah yeah so yeah, yeah yeah so now that i think we've discussed all the drawbacks let's let's discuss like the new developments in in ai and uh there's 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 a lot but i think i've narrowed that down to like three or four have you guys heard of boston dynamics no explain bro <laughs> so basically <laughs> they're like this this company that creates highly mobile dynamic robots oh yeah like yeah. have you seen those youtube videos of those like yeah when they when they kick yeah that and then it's so scary yeah. like 
they'll kick it and then it'll just come back up and like so they've created like like such advanced robots that can like walk on its own it can like do a lot of like it can do a flip on its own it can like if someone attacks it it can like like get back up on its own like it's four it could be four legged it could be two legged and they've been using the military now like the military oh, really? have bought these robots to be mm. used in the military and i think that's very like that's very worrying as well because the u.s military they love buying weapons and stuff now when they've got their hands on like shit like this you don't know like what they're capable of yeah, that's quite scary because there's already drones uh, exactly. where you know the u.s military can just bomb places without even having any risk to a life but now they don't even need a, like a they could, they could be a point or they, yeah a, a person on land controlling they just have like a robot and someone at the office just controlling it like okay. that and that, that's quite scary in a and sense. then because it makes makes warfare just more readily uh, usable less yeah. risk so more like to do it yeah and yeah. it's not even like and it's like what if even if like what if the robot like it can like it's not like 100% like like guarantee that it will work what if like the robot like so I know it's like very like imaginative and like very fictional but what if the robot turns on you and like what if like you can't like because it's AI it's learning everything by itself right it's not it's there's not like a program set like attack this and do this it's learning everything by itself so the, another scary thing is what if it learns something wrong that we don't want it to learn and it attacks the wrong person that, yeah. that's another like have you guys have you guys watched that movie um, I, robot, I robot yeah yeah you're just describing i robot basically <laughs> <laughs> but i'm not like this that's the future we're headed to that's like that's it can happen where it's like that and there's a lot of worries from like the computer science community like like that that that, that that's where we're headed another example is Neuralink. i took i mentioned it briefly before but it's it's a company founded by elon musk where they're applying or where they're focused on applying neuroscience, biochemistry and robotics all in one. Uh, so what it basically does, what they're working on is applying and putting implants in your brain that will activate neurons. And then it was basically started off with short term. It started off as, as with its short term goals of helping to treat like serious brain diseases. Okay. and they haven't achieved that yet so they're still working on like animals right now but then what they said they wanted to go into is human enhancement so like you could be able to upload your 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 what's it basically your soul or your conscience on into a computer of some sorts wow. and like it's very crazy what they're achieve what they're trying to achieve but what they've done already is they've they've put implant in in a monkey and that monkey can now play you know that game ping pong on on like online that like pong yeah. have you ever heard of it it can yeah. play that mm-hmm. like the monkey can play <laughs> pong wow. would you would you uh, have that implant in you <laughs> no i wouldn't trust that <laughs> like there's well, I'll take it. there's a lot of risk factors cuz it's not even like say if it, even if it works fully there's a lot of pe- like chances of like like these um like hackers hacking into your brain sort of yeah. like it's very scary like, there's a lot of ethical like considerations while it can there's a lot of like medical like uses for it if it does if it can achieve that because it said it, there's there's a lot of potential for it to choose like serious brain conditions people with like um 
that neuro neurological um, like uh impact like you guys will probably know more about that than me but <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what i mean yeah. so there's and there's like a thing of like you can cause like digital death sort of like if your if your consciousness is in like in a computer then where are you like how are you like living and that sort of stuff okay it, it goes into that so what, what do you guys think about about, about that then I think um, I, I would take it. Yeah, you take to, it. A- anything to stop me from having to study, bro. <laughs> it just input all the all the data from the books into your brain, isn't just, it? Just download. <laughs> I mean, that's that's essentially what what these men are trying to do. Like Elon Musk is he's, he's on another level. He's trying to do so many things at once. It's it's actually crazy. I think if, if he... I think it's um... yeah, gone. Gone. Um... So I think it's very interesting the one point you raised about uh, uh, that that the moral question of what exactly is our consciousness. So if we upload it onto a device, yeah. and then obviously you can make different copies of it as well. So where is your actual consciousness? Exactly. So I think that's quite an interesting, interesting question. And if if this is a thing that happens, then uh, just even questions like, or oh, if you delete someone's consciousness, are you essentially murdering them? Or like, what's what's the law going to be around that? Yeah, so I think it will raise raise. Uh, philosophical questions I guess. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of philo- yeah exactly there's a lot of like ethical phys- physical philo- phys- I can't say it. Ph- <laughs> philosophical <laughs> questions like, considered in like the world of AI like another thing that AI can be used for is in like financial technology where like Bishop you were saying earlier on in like with like accountancy and like having like like a lot of like um and, like the books and stuff <laughs> And like it can all like filled out quickly by AI and all like the forms and the big like paperwork that you need to do it can all be like done using AI there's a lot of like like credit scoring like as you can know like before in the past credit scoring was very hard to do now you can just go on like Experian and it'll be done for you in like 20 minutes so there's a lot of like fin like we call it fintech so like financial technology and that also includes like cryptocurrency and like blockchaining so that includes that includes or uh, like a heavy amount of security it's, it's very secure right now for tech for companies using like fintech so there's a lot of advanced advanced like features associated in finance with using ai however a lot of negatives are there's a lot of faults that can be if if a company doesn't use fintech right there's a lot of like like bugs and like faulty systems that can be used which like if you're handling someone's money and you, you're not using the right technologies then is a, there's a lot of ethical considerations to be to be like considered there as well so what, what do you guys think of those those sort of, sort of advancements yeah. um, so this um, yeah, go on, go on, Sandra, I know so the so basically um, in terms of financial things I think it's, you touched on a bit about what we mentioned before as well about if if they if they if AI can basically do all of these things um, that humans tend to do again it could lead to like like we said unemployment um, it could also lead to you know faults uh, like you mentioned um, and at the end obviously you still need human supervision but um, yeah it would lead to a yeah a change in d- dynamic for workers and stuff like that so yeah it's not always the best thing even though it's the most maybe a more convenient thing so yeah. So one comment I wanted to make about um, this fintech thing is uh, 
it makes me even more skeptical of uh, do you know like day traders yeah so I'm sure that that's like the new hype isn't it like everyone's uh, involved in stocks so you, you put money in crypto and then like you try day trade <laughs> try to make a profit but then you gotta understand that who are you competing against like you're you're competing against literally like algor- algorithms and AI um, bots that are just like coded so well to play the market and uh, even in Wall Street now there's no like there's barely anyone there it's just uh, just computers doing uh, most of the microtransactions and, and the, in milliseconds so AI has come to a point where you can even like read news online and then uh, adjust this like your the stocks buy and sell stocks according to that in milliseconds wow. so when when day traders think they can beat beat the market <laughs> like, you just i'm so skeptical because you're literally competing against some super bot that can manipulate the stock market in milliseconds from the news that it reads in milliseconds yeah. as well so it's crazy because like ai like this was like maybe what 10 15 years ago when uh, uh, a computer beat someone at chess so if you can if you if computers can do that well like it, it like i think it like it beat one of like the greatest chess players in the world okay. and like when they yeah, went the... i actually so yeah i've looked into that actually so because uh, i play chess some times there and there i mean given my name oh shit, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it was the Deep Blue. Yeah, and, yeah Deep um, Blue. So it was uh, Gary Kasparov, and um, I think Gary Kasparov Kasparov won the first, or was it? I think it was another chess our alg- chess algorithm that he won. Yeah. But then Deep, Deep Blue, Blue uh, beat him. Yeah. Uh, like if. But now it's super advanced chess alg- chess algorithms are super advanced. Yeah. Like so, I think the highest ranking person is so chess has Elo. And the highest ranking is like two thousand eight hundred thirty or something. That's that's normally what the highest ranking player in the world would normally be. Bruh. And now like chess algorithms are like three thousand four hundred. <laughs> so which means that the person has literally zero chance of winning, like no chance at all. So like if oh, uh, my point was if if that can if that was done twenty like ten twenty years ago, I don't know the exact date, but if that was done ten twenty years ago, imagine like what like as you were saying about like day traders, it's it's going to be increasingly hard for them to like have a little tiny space in the market for for their day trading so yeah so i think we've discussed all like the benefits and the drawbacks so in in your guys opinions do you think the benefits outweigh the risks well i think like obviously there's um it depends on the situation i think um that's the (laughs) that's the balanced argument i'm gonna go with um so (laughs) in some situations uh where obviously like the stake of using ai um such as for example we mentioned in unsafe environments like going space um and you know just playing video games and things like that uh, or even just playing chess um in in those situations um it might be you know it might be good to use ai um and also, like, even if it helps, it helps humans um, in a in a way that um, it aids them in different ways. That might be good. Uh, but also, the main question is, is like, how how much would you be able to trust it, or how much um, can we keep it under control? That's the main yeah. question, I think. So, um, with good policy making, like Bishop mentioned, um, and good, um, you know, good ways to control AI, we can look to a future where AI can be more incorporated into our lives but mm. again this has to, it's all risky um, but I do I do think there will be like greater AI in the future and 
we'll see more and more of these uh, technologies incorporated into our lives, I think. So overall, um, I'm, I'm quite optimistic about AI um, and the where we're heading towards. Um, so hopefully in the future, also uh, as these changes are happening, uh, we the, the people that are, are making these policies, the people that are, are in charge are going to be uh, people of the, of the current generation now who have grown up with this technology and grown up with, the, with seeing how rapidly things can change in technology. So when when times come, like in 10, 20 years time, where, where AI really hits the market, or there's a huge breakthrough there. So hopefully there will be people who are familiar with this and uh, and policies are made uh, to, be, to be able to uh, safely, um, safely incorporate AI into, into society more and more. Yeah, I don't know, you guys make some really good, I think I, I agree with both of you where like, like without these policies without keeping someone in, like these billionaires who who make these um technologies without keeping them under control like we'll be headed like i think in the, like a down like a really dark path where it would be like a black mirror-esque future because like it, the ai world is moving at a rapid pace like it's it's so hard for like people to keep up there's new technologies coming left right and center i mentioned three which are probably been which are old news right now like <laughs> like it's crazy so i think these politicians need to like keep up and I, and i do agree with bishop's point where we need to have young 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 policymakers that are like in touch with technology are in touch with ai cuz this is a big part of our like future and our present as well so i think yeah i think and i think that will wrap up today's episode so now let's moving on to wait the, so i finish it with one one quote i finish it with one quote so basically in 2020 i want this written down um elon <laughs> musk said ai will be smarter than humans in five years time so let's see by 2025 what happens let's see let's see yeah but i'm sure it's smarter than some <laughs> people already <laughs> though <laughs> But, but Elon chats so much shit. So okay, let's see, so let's see. let's finish off the episode with inside the square. I think uh, it's my turn, and I'll pick right. I'll pick San I'll pick Sanjo. Oh okay, Sanjo got picked. But I got picked last time as well. Pick Bishop. Oh, I'll pick no. Oh, yeah. no, I'll pick Bishop. Yeah. Right. This guy needs a. I'm this guy I'm needs so a revenge. Sure this guy needs a revenge. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna shoot. <laughs> Let's see what's the question. Oh, this is this isn't that okay. So if oh, you had to give up fun. Nepali food or no more fast food, which one would you choose? Ooh. Oh, I would give up fast food, probably. You'd be give up fast food. Yeah. So no I, burgers. I really no burgers. No Nando's. Nothing. Yeah, but Nando's is not fast food. You yeah, it's fast food. Nando's mostly. No Nando's, no, nothing. No, 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 no. Nando's is not fast yeah, food. Yeah, I think yeah, this yeah, is yeah. A, Nando's is fast food. This bro. is a this is a controversial <laughs> topic. So if you guys are, if you are still tuned in, please comment below if Nando's because Nando's is not like fast food is like McDonald's, like KFC. Nando's you know, is considered sort of fast food, bro. How quickly do they give your order? Take your order. Not, not quick enough, man. Not quick enough. Oh, not quick enough. Like, now McDonald's is meant to be like one minute like Nando's is not a minute thing yeah and you can order you can order um, it's a fast food restaurant know, like, <laughs> what's up is with it? McDonald's <laughs> nah. 
Alright, so you're saying Nepalese food? You, you. I obviously I'll keep Nepalese food yeah. because that's what I eat every day at home. Yeah, I packed that. And, I packed and, that and like, well. fun. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Alright. Thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Sorry if you missed B then. You can't make it. So, but what can we do? Like, <laughs> and we're not but, sorry uh, if you didn't miss him. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you guys for watching. I've been Kishore. I've been Sanjo. I've been Bishop. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.